Golight Selects, brought to you by Sky. Watch new exclusive and unmissable content only on Sky. I'd be a great Foley artist. A Foley artist? Do you know what the Foley artist is, Mary? Do you get out of the noon to you? Well, before you explain for anyone who doesn't, um, I guess the person who created it was was a Foley? Like a John Foley or a Tony Foley? <laughs> or he could have been a Foley Foley. Let's do it! <laughs> Ich liebe dick. That's what you So said. I heard. Yes. Well, I, that, that, I was trying to open it in a in a per, polite and meaningful way. I love you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to GoLad Alex, a GoLad original, a GoLad production brought to you by the wonderful people in Sky. And the reason we spoke all of it, three words of German there, which is all I learned in my entire uh, five years of, of schooling, uh, of learning German in school. What language do you do in school, by the way, Simon? Francais. Uh, Fluent. Well, you learned more French than I did German. The reason we're (laughs) badly speaking German, speaking German badly, is because one of us is in Germany. Can you guess who? Well, it's... mm, How can we give them a clue? (laughs) It's it's not me. It's not me. (laughs) Well, then that means it's me. Simon Amelie is in uh, Germany. Uh, Whereabouts? I am in Berlin. I'm currently in the city centre of Berlin in a hotel room, having just completed a day's filming on the film set. Oh my God, you sound like such a camp uh, German officer. (laughs) How dare you say that? (laughs) I'm a straight shooter. With with the black boots. I sound like Chris Eubank there. I'm a straight shooter. (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm currently coming to you live from the city centre of Berlin, uh, not far from, what's the nearest landmark to me now? Subway. Um, in, in Mitte, are you city centre? Or you yeah, we're right in the city centre. I can see five guys outside the window of the hotel. Um, and other things that I don't recognise because it's dark. <laughs> okay, where are you in relation to the Brandenburg Gate? Correct. <laughs> I, apparently I did ask that question when I arrived here last week uh, on about 20 minutes drive uh, so I'm in the city centre as opposed to the east of Berlin which I think is where all that kind of touristy stuff is I think I don't know I haven't well, done any of it yeah well no the, the, the Brandenburg Gate would be on the uh, let, me, let me get me left and right here would be on the w- quite western end the west end effectively correct so, correct yeah, so you're not you're not there uh, but anyway. by the way I tell you I tell you one <clears throat> a couple of interesting things right first of all it's an amazing city I've been here before I was here about 10 years ago mm. I directed a play here and had a great time uh, directing a play here with a couple of really gorgeous gorgeous lads German actors um, but we're doing this thing right I can't tell you a little bouncy it mate but I'll give you little bits but we're filming in these very famous studios uh, in Berlin which Apple, and you and you Babel, love this Abelsberg Abel's oh god no, I'm going to have to look at the call sheet here and see what the bloody name I is I love it he just goes driver studio great wait I will tell you now Studio Babelsberg Babelsberg yeah famous famous oh studios come back words. to uh, pre-war 1908 I think mm. is when they were built by and I think Fritz Lang one of the most famous directors in the world his first big smash movie course being um, Metropolis Metropolis was shot there. And mm. when you go in the studio gates, there is a huge statue of the robot from Metropolis. Oh, but wow. The, That's but the, it's amazing. But the buildings, Aiden, right? Because you love this. We were filming today on set, in, in, like on, in the studio. And it's the same studio that they used to film the Nazi propaganda films. Mm. And wow. the production offices, where the producer is, used to be Goebbels' office. Wow. It's oh, and getting chilled. It's amazing. And the place, there's like, and all the buildings are like, there's the Marlena Dietrich studio and there's, there's like, there's a Quentin Tarantino Avenue in the studio. Because <laughs> uh, they shot in Glorious Bastards, I hear. Okay. Um, and it's just, it, the buildings are those iconic kind of red brick, you know, they're just stunning like buildings. High apex roof, or they flat? Yeah, roof or? no, no, no. They're kind of, they're kind of, 
it's like Art Deco almost on the every room like the ceilings are really high but just when we were in that studio today and someone said to me this is the studio that they use <clears throat> for uh, for all their propaganda films I was like yeah, just said, it puts a chill up your back it really it's, does it's dripping with history <clears throat> I mean if you just typed in well, if you typed in Goebbels' name into uh, the internet, you'll you'll find out uh, way more than, yeah, yeah. Than, than you should or you, or you need to know, or I'm sure many people know it already. But so he was Dr. Goebbels. He wasn't a doctor affecting anything. Yeah. But he was the minister of propaganda yeah. and he took great interest in the arts, in particular film. He had a great passion mm-hmm. for it. And he was in charge of everything that got, got made and didn't get made. And he was also in charge of who got cast and who didn't get cast. Mm-hmm. And he had multiple affairs with many of the, the leading actresses of the day. Yep. And like he wasn't the best looking man. There was all sorts of uh, nicknames they had for him. He was a short guy, he had a club foot. Um, but people couldn't say no to him or you would uh you'd meet a you'd meet a sticky end. So well, he yeah, he would have had a, a a serious presence there. And this was his home, yeah. And and, and in the little bit that I've kind of learned about it, I think I think I'm right in saying it's the oldest film studios in Europe. Wow. I think it was built it was built apparently around 1912 or something. Um, and as I say, Fritz Lang was the first kind of major movie to be there. But there's been some like Viva Vendetta, Captain America, Civil War was shot there, The Born Ultimatum, Valkyrie, and The Matrix Resurrections, The Hunger Games, The Grand Poodle Best Hotel. Like this city is booming when it comes to film production. It's mm, just. And my. Favorite TV, TV show of recent years was also filmed there. Most recently, season three of Babylon Berlin uh, really? was filmed there. Yeah, and it's the most expensive ever, uh, not just German television drama, but most expensive uh, foreign oh, language yeah. drama, television drama ever. And that was filmed there. And they were like talked about the size and the scale of the sets were just yeah. massive to recreate Berlin in the twenties. Well, on a slight tangent, tell me about this Babylon Berlin. Have you spoken about that before on the show? Uh, we, I, I've mentioned it to you in passing, not so much directly right. on the podcast. Well, we have to take but, a deep dive into that at some point. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'll happily regale you about that now, if you wish. Yeah, go for it, because I'm, I'm actually, I'm at a point now, because I'll get to my recommendation later on, but it's not really a recommendation because it's a show most people have seen, but I've, I finally got to watch the final season of it. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for a new one. And the last recommendation you gave me along those lines was Das Boot. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so oh, I'm one for one when it com- comes to uh, ger- oh, German TV man. recommendations. Yeah, so. Uh, you know, so if I was confident in recommending... Um, das All right, when I scale of one to Das Boot, then where is this one? Uh, this is Das Booted Over the Bar. This is so wow. good. This is so good. It's, it's a masterpiece, and I know it's easy just to fucking pluck words out of the air, but Tell me cin- about it. cinematically it is, historically it is. It is um, the, the casting in it, the, the budget. I think like the budget for the first two seasons, you'll, you'll know if this is a mm-hmm. penny or not, was 55 million euro. Jesus wept. Wow. And that's huge, right? <clears throat> well, considering that the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, or Home of the, oh, yes. of the Dragon, that's 16, <laughs> that's 16 million an episode. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. That's, so, it's up there. For a foreign language drama, that's up there, baby. Mm. Okay, so this is a, how would I describe it? It's a detective crime series set in the, the Roaring Twenties, the Weimar Republic, oh, that kind of 15-year yeah. fucking so chaotic period in history pre yeah. the, the Third Reich, um, where, like, Berlin was the centre of the universe. So, yeah. all the, the greats from the world of science, arts, literature, all gravitated to Berlin. And it was also the most like liveliest nightclubs, nightlife, and seediest fucking place on the planet. So it was just this one big ball of energy. Du willst nicht sagen mir wohin. Dein Reisen führt dein widrig selbst. Dann muss ich leidvoll doch mit Sinn die Frage stellen, die du stellst. Es hat so lange mir gedreut. Es hat so lange mir gedreut. Um, I'd say it was insane. I'd say you or I wouldn't have lasted a weekend in it. No, no, I wouldn't have got to Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been found somewhere on Saturday morning, somewhere with things coming out of me and other things inserted in me. 
And then, <laughs> and the guy, please, black. Where do you live? I don't. know. I think it's near the Brandon. Twenty minutes from the Brandenburg Gate. I haven't walked checked. So that's oh, wow. that's the background. Uh, but also, when I say it's the background, it's very much a character in the show. Is Berlin in those times and all the vivid vibrancy of it? But it's a crime drama at heart. It's about. Um, uh, uh, a detective who transfers from, I think he comes from Cologne. He's He had fought in World War One. He's got PTSD. He's got survivor guilt because his brother died. He's, uh, he's popping pills left, right and centre, but he's also a wow. brilliant detective. And he sets out to investigate in season one as a really seedy, uh, speaking of filming, it might have even been in Babel, Babelsberg Studios. Do you know what? I think it might have been where they go and investigate. Uh, people are shooting very uh, fruity pornography. It probably them. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, tell um, me, where, where, where can I see this on how many seasons do I have to dive into? You have three, you lucky, lucky oh, duck. Yes. And you will find it. It's a Sky television show aired on Sky Atlantic. So you'll find it on Now, on Now TV. Oh, loving it, loving it. That's where you'll find it. And it's, yeah, it's a... Uh, right, well, you're one for one, as you say, on the old German uh, TV show. So I'm going to dive into that. Interestingly enough, uh, tangent number 43 of the episode, and we're a good check, six check. minutes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Foley artists, ladies and gentlemen, lady, lady and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. It's a man of many talents. While we were chatting, he's been Googling. Go on. Yes, yeah, they that. were invented. The Foley artist was invented by the uh, correctly named Jack Donovan Foley. Okay. Yeah, he started working at Universal Studios in 1914 during the silent movie era. Uh, but when Warner Studios released The Jazz Singer, its first film to include sound, Universal knew it needed to stay competitive. So they called for any employees who had uh, sound experience. Foley came, uh, came uh, to the front and away he went. And there they tell me why they're all called the Foley artists. <laughs> Michael Donovan Foley. No, Jack Donovan Foley. Jack, Jack Donovan. Michael Donovan Foley was ABS. his younger brother who went on to be a cabaret singer in the west of Tennessee. He had a number he had a number 182 hit with My Banana is Shaped Like a Pineapple, Help Me Doctor, uh, which was a great old tune. Um, it's a real tearjerker, that one. <laughs> Ed, hey, Ed Smith back in, back, Ed's in the mothership. Ed Rooney. I'm, I'm here sitting between. Yeah. Two, Were you believing that? Were you believing that to a certain point there about the brother? I was, because I'm a fucking idiot. Simon Delaney has the gift of saying things that sound... Babble. He should be a politician. Oh yeah, Berlin babble. Berlin <laughs> babble, baby. Berlin like, babble. So, tell me this. Um, so, we've okay, that's Michael Foley, and uh, they should make a film about him. Jack Donovan Foley. Michael was the lesser-known brother of the country master singer. Seem to be more interested than him. So I have a couple of questions for you, if I may. Please. We know you're in Berlin. Yes. We know you're filming in one of the most famous film studios in the world, if not the oldest. Um, But we don't know what you're doing. We don't know what you're filming. You don't. We don't know who you're filming with. No. No. Are you doing? uh, is it a, a, tra- a travel program for Irish TV? Is it a is it a movie? Is it a TV show? It's a movie, baby. It's a movie. Oh, in the uh, movies! Wow, it is, it is a movie, motion movie picture, movie motion picture. Yeah, no, it's a movie, and that's going to be out. I presume we're filming now. Are you in your hotel room, drunk in your underpants? Well, I'm in my hotel room. I have underpants on, and I'm currently necking a very cold bottle of Coca Cola Zero. <laughs> Oh, showbiz, baby. The reason I ask that, yeah. folks, is because it is, uh, well, it's after, uh, it's after 10 o'clock your time, is it? It's 20 to 11 over here now. And yes, I'm, so I've just come off a 14-hour shoot day and I'm getting picked up again at 7.30. Beautiful. They are long days. How much of that are you? Actually, no, forget all that shit. Who the fuck are you working with and what is can't it? Tell you, I can't tell you. I can't. But as I said to you, you will be the first to know once the NDA agreements have cleared me to tell you, I will tell you. But uh, it's a great cast, actually. Uh, great script. Uh, nice parts. Um, so, yeah, lovely, lovely uh, director. Nice cast. It's really, really good. It's very enjoyable. And I love Berlin. I've been here before. So I've had mm. a couple of days here before. I had a reunion with the boys who I directed the show with <laughs> the other night. Uh, we had many beers were taken on the, on the board. And it was wonderful. And I've had some really shite food and I've had some great food. Right, okay. Yeah. And a, and a few nice German beers on a, on a bit of a booze cruise down there. Yes. Yeah, spray. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Have you, have you stumbled upon or um, made a point of visiting the uh, the ancient quarter of Berlin? It's tiny. It's uh, called Nikolai, Nikolai District or something like that. I haven't. I haven't really yeah. got out and about. Um, no, it was bombed like, every, like all of Berlin. It was blown to pieces uh, in 1945, but they 
faithfully and painstakingly re- have recreated really? it. It's like, I think it's uh, well, certainly the oldest place in Berlin. It was like the 1200s or something. So it's a bit like Disneyland. They've recreated it, but it's so... Right. German. So they did that with the Brandenburg Gate as well. That's like, you know, you queue up there and have your photograph with the soldier and all that, don't you? Oh, the Checkpoint Charlie thing, yeah. Checkpoint Charlie, I should say, yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't be arsed content to that. I did look up there. That's as fuck, yeah. I did look up a couple of, there's there's a couple of tours you can do with various tunnel systems and bunker systems in Berlin, but again, I couldn't get out to it. And we're, like, I'm filming all day tomorrow. We're doing what's called a split day, which means Mm. we shoot in the morning up till about three o'clock. And then we break and then we, we go into a night shoot then. So, and then I'm flying home on Wednesday. So, I mean, I've seen very little of it. Apparently okay. That's, so it's always the way. So you've what, three, three, three days on camera as such, is it? Pretty three much, experience? yeah. Pretty much, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, you know, it's one of those that, you know, you, as we've talked about before on the show, you go through the normal audition process, you self-tape, you get a recall, you do Zooms with the director and all that, and you end up here, and it's great. And it's, it, listen, it is a gorgeous movie. It's going to be a very, very good movie, great cast. I will bombard you with the names of the associated uh, members of the team. Stars. Yes. There's, yes. there's some big names in this. We can there's say some that, proper right? movie stars in this one. Yeah, yeah, there are. Like A-list. Hollywood movie stars. Yeah. And I mean, look, if if you do pause the movie and go for piss at some point, you might miss my bit in it. But, you know, you could always rewind it. But I'm in there. I'm in there. That's all you can do, you know. But I guess we're going to be watching this in the in the cinema, are we? Well, because that's the new one to you. And now you're, like, it's like the yes-no quiz here. Like, I'm not allowed to say the yes or the no. Speaking of quizzes, yes. it seems uh, I knew you were away. And also, Brian isn't with us this week. I thought oh. I'd actually... Do a little bit of preparation for the show, so I prepared a, qu- a quiz. But we did you? I fucking yeah. love quizzes, and I'm yeah. shit at them. But I love and them. Ed. You can play along too. Okay, oh. is it me against Ed, or is the two of us against the world together and against each other? Lovely. You can, you, you can decide way. that. You can decide that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can decide. But we we'll get to we, we, we'll get to that later. Ed, you do you do sound like you're in a phone box outside the street of the studio, as opposed to in the studio. Oh, there, no, you all right, I pal? Do, I do. I do. I must put my pants on. Hold on. Keep talking about yourselves. That's a lot better, Ed. That's a lot better. Ed's here in the, maybe in a, a silent producing role. He's like, what? What? Want me to talk? yes, come, come to that microphone. So let's start our first recommendations this week with the recommendation from Sky. And I think as much as I'm, I'm, uh, cheering for Babylon Berlin, Simon. If you do uh, have a bit of downtime uh, on your travels over the next few days, Brassic is what you need to be watching. Look at that deer. Testes and his penis. Can you eat your penis, can you? You can eat penis, certainly. Right. Tends to be a tad grisly, but we persevere. Good on you. <clears throat> so happy together. Brassic season four has just started in the last couple of weeks. It is Sky's most successful comedy in seven years. Uh, British-based comedy drama, which is uh, funny. And a bit naughty. And it's yeah. about the lives of Vinny and his five friends. And they're in this, uh, I think it's a fictional town called Hawley in England, working class group. And they're into various different crimes and scams and, you know, looking to make a book and, and getting into uh, all sorts of messes and uh, and trouble. This uh, is one of those series, Ado, that, and you and I in a former life working in a, in a different parish spoke about this TV show when it came out first and then the season two. And I've, ne- I've never, I don't know why, not on purpose, but I have never jumped on. And we had, we'd Brona Gallagher on the show a couple of years ago. And she's in, Brona Gallagher's in this. And she raved about, uh, just about the work in terms of the cast. Because so it, it's a cracking cast, Michelle Keegan, et cetera, et cetera. The mm. writing is brilliant. It's brilliantly shot. And I think Sky have really built over the last... Oh, 15 years maybe they've they really are putting their putting their best foot forward in terms of comedy because this thing wouldn't have a season four if it wasn't any good yeah that in itself suggests that it not only of course is it, it is yeah it's really good and it's and it's doing it's it's doing the business um so like I think for people who've watched shows like uh shameless um uh, misfits young offenders things like that this Actually, is yeah this is England but that is another one 
Yes, this is this is right up your street, but it's a good laugh. And like you say, Michelle Keegan is in it. It also stars uh, Joe. I think I'm saying his name right. Gil, is it? It's Gilgun or Gilgun and Danny Brocklehurst. But they also created the show, so this is their baby. You'll know yeah. Joe. He's, he was in Corrie. This is England. He was in Misfits, yeah. Preacher. Um, they'd be nominated for Baftas. They're on to a winner with this one. Uh, and season four has come out. I just watched the trailer thanks to Ed, who sent us on uh, a, a thesis basically on on Brass. <laughs> uh, it, it does uh, look good. In fairness, I have to say. It, it does look good. I'm not doing a great job of. of Do you know um, what I love about it when I see the, when I see the trailers of it is that from for me, it's 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 kind of fearless comedy. Like there there are scenes in it where they're having things done to them that yeah. you wouldn't yeah. wish on your worst enemy, and they, they just that they just go for it. The actors, the cast, just go for it. And I think you have to win a comedy. It's literally a balls out comedy because this is this is like everything's on the line in this thing. Yeah, and 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 like you say, yeah, they they do not hold back. I'll give you a little bit of uh, a, a bit of the synopsis from season four. So, with all the Brassic gang back in Holly, things don't get any easier. Join Vinnie, Aaron, Tom O'Dillon, Ashley, JJ Cardi, Carl Sugar, Farmer Jim, and Doctor Chris as they hatch eccentric plans, complete questionable heists, and nick some bizarre items from discovering severed body parts to training racing dogs <laughs> finding unexpected guests and causing mayhem at a murder mystery night trouble is never far away when Brassic comes to town this is for these fucking miserable dull west depressing nights this is the remedy this is the antidote right there season 4 has just began it's all there on Sky you can go back and watch season 1 season 2 season 3 and we're going to have to do it gents we're going to have to dive in and Michelle Keegan is in it as well what does Brassic mean? It means something, doesn't it, up north? Oh, Brassic yeah, means, no, means you're potless. It's like, read the opening line, will you? I actually looked I up the dictionary. I looked it up and I emailed it to <clears> you. <throat> this is your cue. Right, here we go. The title Brassic is the colloquial pronunciation of Borassic, as in Borassic Lint. What is Borassic Lint for a bonus point, anyone? Skint. Oh, very good. No, before we even get to... Borassic Lint. Let me tell you about Borassic Lint. Borassic Lint was an Austrian composer. Now, a lot of people don't know... His brother invented chocolate. No, no, no. no, no. Borassic Lint, he was a very, very talented musician. He played uh, the piano mainly, but he was mainly known for... He he did grand tours of Europe with his harpsichord. And Borassic Lint's harpsichord albums of the... Of the late 19th century are considered amongst the finest harpsichord work <laughs> in all of Europe. <laughs> wow. Borassic Lint, the new album, Gentle Maneuvers yeah. by Borassic yeah. Lint. Richard Clayderman claimed it was a hero of his back in the day. <laughs> oh my God. You told us one time, what famous actor used to drop in just bullshit into interviews when he was doing press? Michael Gambon. Yes, you see. He say. famously, he, just, <laughs> he told an interviewer once that he trained at the Welsh National Ballet Company. <laughs> right. Podcast listeners, here's the challenge we are laying down to Simon Delaney. If in whatever period of time between this film being shot, edited, and then it's going to be uh, promoted, in whatever press and radio, TV, uh, movie interviews you do for this, <laughs> you won't forget this, but we are, we are going to remind you, Borassic Lint. Must be oh, I'll get that story in. Yeah, the famous harpsichordist. Yeah, absolutely. That's easily done. Oh, God. <laughs> Borassic Flint is the the F was silent. <laughs> That's how they say it in Austria, right? Yeah, they drop the yeah, yeah, the F is silent. So Borassic yeah. Lint, apart from being uh, what Bur- Simon described, it's a, it's a medical dressing, which is rhyming slang for skin. Yeah, doesn't sound as good as a harpsichord player. Oh, it? that is beautiful. It's a, it's a fucking bandage, basically. <laughs> Ed, you went above and beyond yourself by putting uh, uh, brackets with i.e. insolvent. Yes, I just wanted to make sure we were clear on the definition. (laughs) I don't think I've helped anybody with that. It's all been thrown into the lint basket. I don't know. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. And he's brassic. Get on it. Right, I'll give you a recommendation. Now, as I said to you, look, it's not really a recommendation because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a... Inventing the wheel here. It's something that a lot of people would have seen. It's better called Saul. Uh, and I finally got around uh, this week because I was on my travels to sitting down and getting the final season done and dusted. And I've heard, uh, I had read various reports about how, how it all finished up. Um, 
Mm. And the last season, it was split over two, it was split into seven and then six episodes for a couple of reasons, mainly because of the pandemic, like a lot of other series at the time, like Ozark, etc. But also the fact that Bob Odenkirk uh, had a heart attack uh, on set. Did and, he? Uh, he did, yeah, did. he had a heart attack on set and oh, uh, almost died and was saved by... Uh, someone had got their hands on a defibrillator and gone to the hospital, but they had to cancel shooting. So the man literally almost dropped dead filming this show. God. And uh, so anyway, he recovered, he got back and they finished the last six episodes. So I watched all 13 over the last uh, week. Uh, are any of you Better Call Saul fans? Have it you is, seen this so far? I'll make this bold statement if you don't mind. I would think it's at least as good as Breaking Bad, if not better. Oh, I... Completely agree. I think it's better than Breaking yeah, Bad. It is, yeah. Next. Welcome, welcome. Take a load off. Before we talk phones, let's talk you. I'm guessing from our brief acquaintance that you're a fella who, occasionally, through no fault of your own, uh, finds yourself in a Donnybrook or two. Yeah, a um, knuckle duster. A fist fight. I'm thinking you might be someone who partakes of the herb of the earth. I'm guessing that you ladies are popular with the fellas, and this could lead to a misunderstanding with the boys in blue. Say hello to my little friend. And tell me this, lads, because I've only I watched maybe two episodes of it on a on a an airplane years ago. Mm. Obviously, like a transatlantic thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you weren't me. going to fucking fire and four, were you? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even get the annulus on that. <laughs> By the time. By the time you'd be coming into land, flying over. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Erlingus. Thank you for oh. Anne. You'd fasten your seatbelts. We're sitting down for here. Oh, we're getting on. Oh, we're in Farron 4. <laughs> it's a lovely flight. Does it, it does it still is exist. Lovely. It is lovely. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Kerry still exists. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great when you're coming back. Kerry still exists, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope it does because we want to stay on our holidays at the moment. Um, well, it's, it's did she so fly there or did she take the motor car? She's, she's on a bus with a, bun, another, with a bunch of uh, similarly minded ladies. They're Excellent. nudists. They're nudists. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, some, some people knock it, but there you go. Well, you talking about my mother? No, no, nudists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus. I need anyway, to apologize because my mother started listening to this podcast. Uh, only oh last dear, week. I apologize on behalf of your son, Mrs. Power. Now, where were we? Uh, oh yeah, so I wanted to ask you both: um, Is it made by the same people? Yes. I know one is a prequel or a sequel to the other, or a spin-off. Is it the same writers? It is. Yeah, it's Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, same the creator right. of, of Breaking Bad. Uh, is behind this, and I absolutely agree with you. And I think I think it's better. I I think I I have to be honest. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, obviously, because people like me who still haven't watched the fucking end of things. Mm. Um, I was slightly disappointed with the final six episodes. I thought the first seven episodes of the final season were fantastic, mm. and I liked the way it ended. And I, you know, I, I'm saying I was unhappy with it, but it was still absolutely brilliant. Um, but the first three, four seasons of that series, and uh, you don't have to have watched uh, Breaking Bad. I had done a whole marathon last year where I'd, I'd watched Breaking Bad start to finish because I'd never seen it. And I jumped straight into Better Call Saul. Um, and I just added up, I think Bob Odenkirk is just a phenomenal actor. Yeah. In, in fact, the entire cast in that show, it's brilliantly, brilliantly cast, including our own Kerry Condon. Um, who had the pleasure to work with years and years ago. She's brilliant. Uh, Did you? And is she in the Colin Farrell, um, Brennan Gleeson, McDonough? She is, of? yeah, she is, yeah, yeah. Ooh. She's um, she's a phenomenal actor. And uh, okay. she's a great part of this. She's, she features heavily in uh, some of the later seasons of it. Um, and Ed, have you got to the end of the, oh, I finished the, it. Um, what did you think? When I, here's the thing about Breaking Bad. One of the complaints you'd often hear about people who, on the back of Breaking... Uh, sorry, I'm... Um, Better Call Saul is that it moves so slowly at a glacial pace and they'll watch an entire episode and they look around and go nothing happened and you have to really adjust your speedometer to pick up on the minutiae and the, and the incredibly detailed everything is there for a reason and they play the long game in a way that I've never seen in a I can't obviously go into too much detail but in mm. the early couple of one or two series there's a plot line that starts to build momentum and you think, have they forgotten about that situation or is that have they just moved on? And then suddenly it all all the threads 
that have been built and woven into that series over one, two, three, four, five, yeah. they all come together. Yeah. And it's executed with surgical precision. It is the best cinema I've ever seen. In each, there's a, I won't give anything by saying that there's one episode that takes place in a mall in black and white. And I right. swear to God, my knuckles were in shreds afterwards. And again, nothing particularly <laughs> dramatic happens. I know the one you're talking But from the yeah. get-go, you're going, what the? And it, that's the genius of it. And obviously, yeah. uh, Odenkirk's twitchy kind of nerve-wracking performance as a soul. But there's a heart to him. There's a soul to him. There's many dimensions. And he's, you know, it's a very subtle character compared to maybe you know, the, the Breaking Bad characters are a little bit maybe one more dimensional but Radio Truly is probably up there with the best television I've ever seen yep wow. I heartily agree so that that's a firm recommendation yeah. from from us like if, if you haven't got on that bus yet and don't worry if you haven't seen Breaking Bad just get yeah, on the Better fine. Call Saul bus and, 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 and take have patience down. with it stick with it because do yeah, right, yeah so yeah. it's not a prerequisite to have to have watched no uh, no, yeah. well, no absolutely not Breaking Bad first okay and that is all available on Netflix. Okay. All right. Put it on the list. <clears throat> Marvelous. Funny, isn't it? I know we've touched on this before, but just when like some of the best TV shows in the world are staring you in the face, you go, yeah. no, I'm just going to look over somewhere else. I'm just going to, no, I'm just going to ignore that. Everyone's talking about it or talked about it at the time. It's funny how um, there's just certain shows you go, I don't know if I'd be into it. And then if you give it a chance and like what say, I find is that I, with shows like like Breaking Bad Ada, there was I, I didn't get on at the start and I thought then when I got to season 3 or 4 I thought I'm too fucking I, I won't you know, I can't get into it now and it's just you, like last year I made the conscious decision like I hadn't seen The Wire up to last year mm. and I just I spent years I was talking to it, talking about it and saying it's better than The Sopranos so I made a conscious decision to watch The Wire start to finish amazing <clears throat> and then watch Breaking Bad amazing which led me to Better Call Saul so okay. I just hope it's not the end of the road for Vince Gilligan and et al in terms of the cast and the people he's the, the creatives he's worked with because he's not an old man he he has plenty of opportunity left and I'm sure there's another project that's being written or is in development I, I just hope so because the man knows what he's doing mm. okay yeah and you've done something, but yeah. But does lightning strike twice? Magic in a bottle. Is it quiz time yet? Do you want it to be quiz time? Well, okay, no, no, no just hold your horses there, Dave. Teasing the fuck out of us, not tell us who you're filming with or what you're filming. <laughs> I, I scribbled down three names here, and above it, I wrote um, what I, a, a feature I think we should introduce to the show, with your permission, because it involves uh, licensing your name, Simon. Oh, okay. It's just like we do, we don't talk for a week, and usually by the time we do talk, a lot has obviously happened in the world, and certain people yeah. deserve credit. So I think um, ordinarily, maybe at the start of the show, it's just kind of gone in a few different directions. We we could hand out what um, I think we should call the Simons. So we have the Tonys, <laughs> and we have the Oscars, and they're not exclusively for film or television. They're just for someone who you think deserves one. Okay, we're not calling them the Powers. That's 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 a lot better. You you've just won a power. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think the powers the is better. I was basing it on you because you're the actor. No, I think the powers is better because I'm open yeah. to discussion, yeah. negotiation on that front. Well, well we, we, I'll call your agent. Okay, so I, I would like open. to hand out the first. We would like to hand out the first one to Shane Lowry for his uh, wonderful achievements. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should give to Colin Farrell because he's won the first of what could be many awards for the new movie. Yes, the best actor at the the Venice Film Festival. And as did the writer, uh, as did McDonough, he won Best Screenplay. Did he? I don't care about it. I only like Colin Farrell, so that's all that matters. Okay. And then the third one, and this leads to a, a recommendation I have, and it's only like two and a half minutes long, but the third one I'd like to hand out is to the fabulous Welsh actor, Michael Sheen. Did you see his his performance? Um, I did. I'm own? fucking over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh. yeah. Now, didn't do it for me, Ado. He doesn't get my Simon or your power. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's... it's but the it's, hair's on your arse, not fucking... I was going to say erected, that's just weird. Were you not, like, ready to run through a wall for Wales? After no, watching? Oh, no. I, maybe I'm just a sucker. It fucking did it for me. It's fantastic and he delivers it brilliantly. Tell us what it is, first of all. So Tell he's appearing on uh, the quiz show, A League of the <clears> World, which is... I'd not, rather eat my own feet. Not hosted by James <laughs> Gordon uh, anymore. Uh, he's, he's one of the, the guests on it and uh, very casually just go, you know, with the World Cup coming up and Wales have qualified. Uh, Michael, have you any words of encouragement for the, the Welsh national team? And he goes, oh, I do, but I will need some, uh, some dramatic music. Cue this real stirring, lifting, uh, you know, anthemic music. 
and he launches into this uh, dialogue, monologue, uh, uh, to uh, inspire the Welsh football team and he talks about the history of Welsh football and uh, how they're sick of being the kind of little brother to England because they have England in the World Cup group and it was very rebel rousing and uh, stirring and passionate and uh, yeah I would have if I was in a dressing room and he came in and said that before or at half time I would have fucking two footed everyone on that I better play a bit right now this is where I edit in a bit of the speech what would you write in there boys? Dare you write your names on that page? We haven't waited 64 years and come halfway around the world to be troubled by a neighbour from back home. When the English come knocking on our door, let's give them some sugar, boys! Let's give them some Welsh sugar! They've always said we're too small, we're too slow, we're too weak, too full of fear. But Amaro here! You sons of speed, as they fall around us, we are still here! For me, it's a bit, um, I don't know. First of all, I I, I watched, I I started watching them, you know. For me, it was a bit Welsh rugby thing. It was a bit, I don't Mm. know, I just didn't, uh, I adore Michael Shane. I think he's one of the finest actors walking the face of the earth. Um, but no, it just, it just didn't do it for me. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Is it because they're Welsh? I love the Welsh bow. I think one of my favourite things about Wales was the snooker players they produced. Yes. Teddy Griffiths. Teddy Griffiths. Teddy Griffiths is really hidden. <laughs> I'm sure Ken Doherty has some good stories. He's a great story about, wasn't it, Welsh snooker players? Uh, I think he was a Canadian fella. Bob or Bill something. Big Bill Werbenick. That's not, yes, that's it. And I think one of his, uh, his, his, his tricks of the dark arts was when he'd finish, uh, finish his time on the table um, and it'd be Ken Stern or whoever the opponent was, he'd fart. <laughs> he'd, he'd arrive up to the table and there'd be a, his bill had probably had a fucking uh, steak and he'd fire maybe a few pints. And, and you'd be there leaning into it basically across the table. <laughs> chewing your way through it to get to the cream. <laughs> the brown. And Bill, and Bill wasn't a small man. Like he'd make me look like Stan Laurel. You know what I mean? <laughs> he used to sink about 20 pints per frame. Like He did. That, so more, be, more pints than balls is yeah, what he yeah, potted yeah. during each frame. He played the gas to uh, to expel. All right, there you go. So um, this feature may or may well, not. Well, we gave out two out of three, Ado. Okay, so we're, we're rescinding Michael Sheehan's one. Can I? Well, no, no. I tell you what, you. No, I don't know. Okay, no, we'll give Saw it to you. Saw the half and fucking poster. I'd give, I'd give the third one to Party Carrington. Sorry, you're so right. How could I overlook that? Yes. Yeah. Well, what a weekend for Irish. What a weekend, yeah. It overshadowed by somewhat with Shane winning it, or certainly it just. Uh, Confuses the picture a little bit, but yes, that and that's his third win, isn't it? Of the, I think it's his third or fourth of the season, yeah, including yeah. a major, yeah. Going and Shane's first win in what three, four, three years, three years. Yes, yeah, oh, and yeah. a big one to win. Oh, a big one, and he stuck it to them, them feckers. Them, he uh, said himself, it's a victory for the nice guys, the good guys, exactly. So here's a quick one for you, uh, folks. You might know this, but um, every week when, when we are remote, in other words, not in the studio when one of us is in a far-flung part of the world, we do this over uh, Zoom or Zencast or whatever is available. But you have to put in a name uh, when you, uh, you, who are you? You know, who who is on the call? Who's on the call? And so I've invented a few names over the last few weeks and I'm actually going to bring these to the listeners' attentions this week particularly. Um <clears throat> And this week I've called myself Dr. Emil Schofhausen the oh. third. Um does that name ring a bell for either of you? Emil Schofhausen the third. Oh, well, Simon's form for the listener is that he'll usually uh use the name of uh like a former Manchester United player, but like somebody who might have been at the club for like a month. In okay. 1974. Let, let me narrow this down for you. This is a movie character, mm. and I want to see if you can guess the movie. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a line from the movie where this character's name is mentioned. Yeah, Emil okay. Schaufhausen. Here, here it comes. Paging Doctor Schaufhausen, Doctor Emil Schaufhausen. Oh, um. Oh my yeah. God! Go on. Yeah. Um, is it? Um, Dirty, Dr. Queen, Dr. Queen Medicine Woman. <laughs> no. It's a dirty rotten scoundrel. Yes! Is it? it is. 
Chris Eddie, baby. Nice call. That, that was a good impression. Brought me right back. What a film Thank you. You what see? You see? One of the greatest comedies ever oh, made. No doubt. Uh, Steve Martin, Michael Caine. Get on it if you haven't seen it. But that is Dr. Emil Schofhausen. <laughs> <laughs> this case intrigues me, Janet. I will take Officer Benson as a patient. Did you hear that, Freddie? <laughs> <laughs> I am renting a villa in this area. We will move him in and I will really go to work on him. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Do you really think you can get him to walk again? Oh, I will have him running, jumping, shouting, screaming. Oh, my name isn't Dr. Emil Schaffhausen. Sussert. All right, gents. It's quiz time. Insert appropriate music. Insert appropriate music. Right, so Ed and Simon. Okay. And all listening, all play along. So this quiz, I'm going to say straight away, it's not original. I didn't come up with it. I saw it on TikTok and I went, that's great fun. I'm going to test the lads on this. So basically I have 10 film titles, okay? And in order for you to guess the correct film title, I'm going to give you the opposite of that film title, okay? okay? And you have to... Very clever. ...work out. So... I'll give you two simple examples. Ed, give me the answer to this. Or Simon, you answer this one. So the example is bad gals. So the opposite of that would be? Bad gals. Good bad, Let's say boys. girls. Bad, bad boys. Good. No, so, okay. So, okay. I'll walk you through this. It's the opposite. So break down. You have two words. So what's the opposite of bad? Good. And what's the opposite of girl? Bollocks. <laughs> good boys. Good Good boys. Come on. Could you imagine him on Blackboard Jungle? Can I Is it good fellas? <laughs> yes, of course. It's oh, good. <laughs> that was only the example. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's uh, the second example. I do these in turn, so who, who, who's up no, first? Ed got that one. So now, Simon, you need to get this example, otherwise we're not playing the quiz. <laughs> okay? I'm taking my ball home. Yeah, ball burst, game over, going home. Okay, Simon, yeah. girls in the suburbs. What's the opposite of that? Boys out. Oh, Simon. Boys out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was going to be too easy. <sighs> Ed, it is too easy. It's boys in the so, hood. Boys in the hood. Ah, me hole. Right, go on, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to offer you the chance to play with Ed as opposed to against Ed. So. <laughs> now I'm going up against him. Come on, come on, let's go. Yeah, he can do this. He can do this one. I've I've absolute faith in him. Go on, Simon. Blind belief. Who's up first? Right, come on. I'm going to have to get me pen. Okay, so Ed, yeah. you're going to go first, okay? Okay, okay. Question one. Okay. What is the opposite of you, human? <laughs> I have it. Uh, I, I, robot. Correct. Oh my God, is it? Jesus, yes. okay. I was struggling there, lads, I have to be honest. Now, Simon, uh, on a website where I pulled this question from, 89% of people got this right. <clears throat> no yeah, pressure. you know me, brother. Okay, what is the correct answer to this movie title? Live easy. Die hard. Oh, now he's flying it. Now he's Mothra. Now he's Mothra. Forward to the past. Oh, oh, back to the future, Jesus mate. Come on. Sake. All right, let's let's pick up the pace. You boys have got it. You're flying. Okay, Simon, the dropout. Oh. The dropout. Oh. The graduate. Correct. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. What a shame. Easy one. Easy. easy one for you, Ed. What a shame. Fr- front door. <laughs> <laughs> easy. Front door. Back. Window. Rear window. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Back window. That was a work. I've seen that film. We can't talk about it. Okay, Simon. Oh, good God. Oh, good God. Okay. Nice. okay. Try this for, for five. <laughs> Here's the movie title. So, <laughs> <laughs> Some unclaimed land for little boys. <laughs> oh, God. Some unclaimed <laughs> land for, for little, little boys. boys. So think the opposite of little boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it sound creepy when I whispered it. <laughs> uh, Ed, do you know it? Is it I, I have an answer, but it doesn't no country sorry, for old are you, men. Are you passing it over, Simon? I haven't a body. Is is it no country for old men? No, that doesn't. 
It is. Is it? It's a point for you. All right, Ed Leeds. Oh, how is that the Jesus' opposite of unclaimed land? No country. I just copied these off the internet. Mm. Fucking take it up with www.opsequizfilmmovietitles.com. Okay. okay, it is 4 2 to Ed with one well, the websites three. are available. With four to go. Okay, so it's all still to play for. So, Ed, to stretch the lead. Oh, yeah. The horrible, <clears throat> the horrible capture. Horrible capture. Oh, my God. Something really, the nice, <laughs> the, the good release. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Again, I think I auditioned for that. <laughs> the horrible capture, the lovely That's... really no, I don't know. What is it? Okay, Simon, you've a chance to steal the point here. Ed came close with his guess, but it's just Ed came horrible. back with what would be a very average version of the proper title. Give us it again, Edo. The horrible capture. And Ed, you said The love uh, the, the the nice release. You said the good release. The good so release, just, the good release, yeah. Just step it up from good, Simon, to good becomes... Oh, my God almighty. Oh, he knows Jesus He knows he's Christ. thrown that one away. Oh, no. I'm, I'm do, fucking do, 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 do. Okay, what's better than good? It's... <laughs> Great. Yes. Escape! Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. God. Okay, uh, back to you. No, this is your assignment. Okay, okay, you can level it with this one. <laughs> Half cloth T-shirt, full metal jacket. Yes, baby. Yes. Is he fourth? Is that five four now? No, it's four it all. Four all. Okay. Four all. And we have two left, so it it could be a tie. It's decider. Okay. So. Sudden <laughs> <laughs> death. I just love these titles. They're actually better titles than the winning movies uh, or than the actual movie titles. So, Ed, yeah. uh, a crucial point here now uh, that you need to get. The non-fighting adult. The non-fighting adult. Oh, my God. Child. The kid. Something kid. The non-fighting... Oh, my God, I don't know. The non-fighting, non-fight, if you're not fighting, you're peaceful, you're quiet. The quiet man, <laughs> is it? It's a good guess, but it's completely wide of the mark. Um, the Karate he, Kid. No. He's correct, Simon. Oh, oh you little digger. I do appreciate though how the non-fighting bit would have thrown you, Ed, to go to <sighs> for something completely non-combat. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So, Simon, it is... Uh, well, you've got it, but uh, for for a bonus point and and the greatest uh, comeback of all time, oh, no money adult, no money adult. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, what I'm thinking is rich kids, but rich, um, no money adult. Mm-hmm. Ed, do you know this? No. Okay, what's the opposite of an adult? Kid. Child. Child. Okay, but like, even younger than a child, Baby. you're a... Baby. Okay, and if some people have no money, but other people would have... Boss. Baby. A lot of money, they might even have as much as a... Millionaire baby. Uh, um, uh, it's the millionaire, or oh, the boxing one. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Hillary so Swank, what's going on with my head? Yeah, billion dollar baby, million dollar yes, baby. Yes, 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 oh. yes. Jeez, we got there in the end. I think I've been at less painful extractions at my dances. <laughs> I really do. Likewise, and I think I can speak on behalf of everyone listening as well. So after all that tedium, oh. uh, it's a draw. Well done. Yes, well done. It was a draw. Ed pulled it back there at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> Round oh, two well. next week, folks. Sweet Round to two. Find. Sweet to Well done, Ada. That's uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I had my fun. Uh, All right, gents. I think that's where we leave it for uh, this week. Simon needs his uh, beauty sleep. The actor is will be at work tomorrow. Have you learned uh, your lines for tomorrow? I must go and rest ahead of my performance tomorrow. I've learned my line for tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, come here to tell you. We missed young Brian this week, obviously. He's uh, off on expedition. But I just wanted to say that uh, there was a 
big response to his review last week in the episode <laughs> of Blackbird. Got a lot of comments uh, yeah. online saying that it was a great review. Uh, he's making waves. More he's than that, making maybe. waves, that boy. He's, he's, uh, he's missing this week. Uh, we don't know where he is, really, do we, Edo? Uh, we just hope that he's not walking around with the <laughs> shit out somewhere. With a flute. <laughs> no, hang on, do not say he's walking around okay, with Michael. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Up his arse. <laughs> but we don't know, quite frankly. Well, but hopefully he'll be back next week because we all should be at least in the same country this time next week. <laughs> please, please, God, Nolan, anyways. Are, are, are we saying then with any sort of a grain of suspicion where we're... we're, we're, we're that it could be more than a coincidence that Brian Slate's Blackbird and all of a sudden he's, 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 no. he's not here. Yeah, that's not, that's not for us to say, Ado. Listen, a quick, recommend, a quick recap of the recommendations this week, Ado. Sky gave us what, dear boy? All right, from the top, Brassic, season four. Uh, just started there a week or two ago. Uh, really funny. It's Sky's biggest ever comedy. That in itself is a, a, a huge uh, plus point and selling point. It's got an all-star cast. It seems to be a, a fun show about a bunch of uh, youngsters who are absolute messers, get themselves into all sorts of scrapes and scams, and uh, and I've got to get out of it in, in uh, usually with uh, hilarious uh, resulting events. Marvelous. And then you gave us? I gave you... I gave you nothing. I gave you You didn't. Gave you, you gave nothing. me a German series. Babylon Berlin. You know, yes. plenty of people will already be on that boat and they'll all already know and I'm so excited to do anything I'm looking forward to this winter season 4 is coming out in October 8th of October um, they filmed it it's in the can it's such a big lavish production I'm sure these things take time and obviously COVID would have slowed it down uh, for previous seasons but you've got three seasons of it there it's on now it is the most glorious historical crime drama uh, set in, in the 1920s which were a little bit more livelier than uh, present day Simon Delaney Berlin uh, yeah yeah, and then I gave you uh, Better Call Saul. Finally, got around to watching the final series. Uh, if you haven't jumped on the bus, there's six there's six seasons I think there for you on wow. Netflix. Uh, get in there and start from the start. You will thank us for it. What have you learned this week, Ado? It's been illuminating. There's uh, a lot of things we've learned, uh, not least about uh, the Foley man. Mr. Donovan Foley. Uh, but I think more interesting, uh, and, and I've got it now from my Spotify playlist, is the, is the, um, the music of um, Barassic Lint, the Austrian... <laughs> harpsichord. The harpsichord, yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And I learned this week that the seventh circle of hell exists, and it is the surrounding area of Big Bill Werbelink's Bax Passage. <laughs> See ya! <laughs>